What is going on, everybody? This is Party Card Sports Disc Golf Edition. Nate, how's it going in the disc golf world? Dude, it is going. Last weekend, honestly, was a good weekend off of disc golf. Yes, it was. Last week, you know, we, we took the weekend off. We talked about playing through a slump. We played some ball golf. Honestly, probably some of the best ball golf I've played in a while. Played really well. I think you for yourself, you would say you played pretty decent. Oh, yeah. And then... As a collective, the whole group that we were playing with, everybody was hitting fucking dingers. Everybody's hitting dingers. I think honestly, if if I didn't have maybe a, a couple extra beers when we when we got we got into a thirty minute delay, that was rough on a tea box. And I in that time period, you know, you're bored. It's hot. You're trying to keep hydrated. I may have had two two and a half beers sitting there. And first ingredient: beer is water. Yeah. High quality H2O. So I think that going into the turn, not so great. It wasn't even the turn. It was whole five. Got a little <laughs> got a little tipsy on the back and didn't play as great. But had fun. Had a lot fun. of fun. Got, got loose. You know, today, you know, the start of a new PDJ league. Played the new layout at Clap East. We don't have to talk about this. We we don't. But some of us, some of us will. You know, I didn't, I didn't play well. You know, my knee was kind of bugging me. It's been bugging me all week. That's not an excuse. It just I wasn't getting off the tee very well. And on the new layout, if you're not getting off the tee well on Clappies, you're not going to score well. You're not going to put yourself in a position to get up, get up for birdie, or even get up and down on some of the par fours I for agree. birdie. Uh however, I I do think that the East Course in its original layout was significantly better. I think the new layout took. The two worst holes and made them worse. Uh, I I don't agree with some of the changes. I think hole three, arguably, was the worst hole in the course. It's still the worst hole in the course. Uh, hole thirteen, you know, arguably was some people loved it, some people hate it. Super cut off. Now now it's arguably definitely the second worst hole in the course. And I think you know I, and that I, was one of the holes that I think got longer for no apparent reason and. Shortening up that hole and playing the sidewalk OB on a tight cut line would have been significantly better than just making it longer for for no apparent reason. I, I've been tr- I've been trying to figure out what it is about this course that just eats my lunch. Hey, you said you didn't want to talk about this. This this is a me time. No, no, no. This is a me time, son. Shut your mouth. <laughs> I just don't understand it. I. I've I've tried to figure out like you know, is it mental? Okay, no, because when I went out there and just was chilling, it was fine. Is it? Is it physical? Well, no, because I can now throw further, and have been playing better. So I don't know what it is. I'm still trying to figure it out. I do not know. Because West is best. That's why. The one round I played on West, <laughs> I didn't know about it either. But I actually. I think I was a little too harsh on West the first time we played it, just because my it was new and people we have, don't we like have, changes. We haven't played the new the new yeah. new changes, and people yet. don't like changes, and that's just how that works. But this, in my opinion, I never thought I would say this. I miss the old, old the OG class. I miss oh, I, I, miss, I miss orange. The, I miss, I miss yeah. blue, and I'll tell you what, I miss black. Oh, uh, no one miss blacks. I'm telling you right yeah, now. I'm I, I miss orange and the OG backwards. OG backwards was like and I amazing. I, I remember 
complaining back then about these those courses, right? I remember being like, this is stupid, da 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 da. I take it all back. I take it all back. <laughs> please, God, please. just give it, give it to me back. <laughs> like, literally, um, this is figuring out this course is going to be like my Everest. Like, it, it is this, this course to me, it, it, I've re nicknamed both clap courses. I've renamed clap Aaron Rodgers, and I'm the Cowboys. I've, I, I need to beat it. We, we didn't, we didn't need I to need that. to beat it. No one needed it. That comparison at all. This is this is my new Aaron Rodgers. No one cares. At this point, no one cares. Remember, you didn't want to talk about now it. Now we're talking about it. No, now you're talking about it. I, will I was this. always going to talk about it. I will beat this course. You will beat this course? I what a guy. This course. That's, I will, that's I will the... no longer allow this course to beat me. I will beat this course. Well, I hope, you know, next week when you come into the clubhouse, no one is giving you shit about... You playing like shit. <laughs> We're gonna be playing West. Yeah. Well, maybe I don't know. Oh yeah, we will because all depends if all the baskets get put in. But to stay on local news and kind of move on from a very sore subject, shout out to Josh Padilla hitting a wicked awesome ace. Yes, you were there on the card. On the card, it's like these aces are just raining down on on card mates and me, and it's great. You know, I'm just gonna say it. Back-to-back aces, back-to-back weeks for the brand. Back-to-back doubles, doubles aces, too. That's what I'm talking about, for the brand. Pretty sick. And get this, I I threw it in with a legacy ghost. He threw it in with a legacy recluse. I think maybe we need to give legacy a shout-out, too, and get some more people throwing legacy disc golf. They throw good, or they make good plastic. Their disc throw pretty good. The only reason why I don't throw a lot of it, and I think the only reason why a lot of other people don't throw it is just, here in Kansas, you just can't get your hands on it. It's not readily well, yeah. available. I mean, you have to order it. Or even over here at Play It Again, uh, Colin does a pretty good job at keeping Legacy Grinder plastic in over there. Yeah, we don't we don't want Grinder. Well, it's just F twos. There's nothing wrong with it. We want Pinnacle. We want Mongoose. Oh, I for sure want Pinnacle. Mon- did you say Mongoose? Yeah. You don't want to. You do not want a Mongoose. Well, not Mongoose. Honeybee. That's that's what I'm gonna say. You can't really get Honeybee. Honeybee. Pinnacle icon. Pinnacle and icon, yeah. Slime. You can't really get slime. Anyway, they, they have a lot of cool stuff. Legacy Disco. To just kind of recap this, you know, I'll break it down for you. It's real easy. Hole three, short to short. Or hole four, short to short. It's down behind that tree. It, Oak Park. Yeah, Oak Park. All air. He made it inside both the trees, all air, straight in the basket. The funniest part about it is... Is his reaction because Josh had so many spit outs that he just was like, and he's like, you you hit the chains. And he's like, yeah, it spit out. <laughs> and then one of the when people on the card ran over like, no, it stayed in. He's just like. Was that one like, of the first so was, or last holes of the night? That was like the second to last hole of the oh, night. Oh, so it was getting dark. Yeah. So he, yeah, he really yeah, couldn't yeah. have seen it stick. No, it stuck hard, too. Like, wow. it was a nice throw. Beautiful. Shout out to Josh. Oh. An OG or OG party, party card. He hasn't been oh, around yeah. much. Just had a baby. What a guy. He needed, he needed some ace fun money. Yeah, buddy. Some fun money. Don't... Too, bad, too bad your boy hit him <laughs> the week before. So it was like it was a little less. What, like 20 bucks and a Snickers? I don't know. <laughs> no, actually, it wasn't bad. It was like 110 bucks. Boom. In a Reese's cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great ace, man. To, to stay on the local uh, scene. As we released our our soft launch of our 
Founders Club for our Party Card shirts. Uh, they went on sale today as we were recording this Friday, and we did pretty well. We started with 26 shirts. Uh, we sold 19 of them the very first day. So we only have... Supply is getting low. Yeah. What did, what did I say? We sold 19 or 18? You you will use the nineteen. We have 19. Seven, seven more left. spots so you can try to get a free entry to Keeper of the Chains twenty twenty three. On our dime. Not, our not money. your dime. Our, our money. monies. We it, are giving you our monies to get into this tournament. It's great. Uh, it's a great opportunity for you. And you know, support local, support the boys, support the brand. And you get a t shirt. It's what? not just a raffle. You get a t-shirt. T- a nice t-shirt. You know, try blend nice and stretchy. We were both wearing ours right here in the studio. It's soft. Yeah. And I'll tell you this right now. I I got pretty big arms. These make my arms look Huge. massive. Yeah. You know, I put mine on my damn, if son. You wanna, if you want to go out and just impress the ladies, just flex in these shirts, and I swear you, they'll, they'll be all over you. But as, <laughs> as I said, we got seven left. I know last week I cut or in on Facebook, I kind of announced that Saturday I would be in Wichita. Unfortunately, plans have changed. Saturday I will be in Winfield playing in the classic. Go see Mama Hickey. She's going to be vending out at Pecan Grove, I believe is the course. She will have the shirts available. Still $30. She'll get your name. She'll get your contact information. We'll get you in the drawing. You'll walk away with a wicked awesome shirt. I only have one double XL left. A couple of XLs. Actually, I don't think I'll have one XL. A couple of larges. One medium or one small, two mediums. I think that's it. I think that's it. I think I only have a little bit of each left. So if you need some, you can contact us on Facebook at Party Card Sports. You can contact me directly on Facebook, Nathan Garner. You can even contact Cody on Facebook. Cody, do you want them to contact you? Or contact me. Contact hey, Cody. Even if you don't want a t-shirt, you want to contact me? Contact me. He's a very lovable guy. If you want to argue about stuff that for no reason, he's your I'll guy. do it. He is your guy. But to those that bought shirts day one, our ROGs, our new Founders Club, we appreciate you. We appreciate your support. We hope that each and every one of you win in the drawing. Unfortunately, only one of you can. And whoever does, we hope that you do great in Keeper. Let's move on. DDO recap. Strangely enough. Strange DDO. Strange DDO. Very strange. couple of names at the top of the board that we're not used to. Not windy. No. For the first two days, Crazy. I would say no wind. Yeah. The, the, the last day, their third day, 15 mile an hour, and it's windy for them. That's Here, crazy. For us, it's like, this is, 15, this is normal. We, we were playing in, when we were up there for GBO, we were playing in 15 mile an hour wind. At the lowest. And then the last day was the, oh, here it is, 30 mile an hour mm-hmm. winds. So, yeah, they played in, I think, five mile an hour winds most, or maybe less than that, the Friday and Saturday. Oh, yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, must be nice. That's, I think that's why you saw some of these scores going a little higher uh, than usual. Well, I mean, the course... Or, always, I guess, lower than usual. This course always plays pretty easy for pros, with the exception of last year when it was rough. Oh, yeah. Well, that's when they played Jones, right? Jones and Country yeah. Club. But last year when it was rain and, like, 40-mile-an-hour winds constantly. But, but you know what's crazy about that is is our local pros actually prevailed in that way. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, when when you play in it day in, day out, week in, week out, it's a little different than when you, you know, have to only play in it once a year. 
which is why I think we saw a whole bunch of people just scoring very well. Yeah. With, you know, we'll just get right into MPO. You know, newcomer gets the big win. Parker Welk, never heard of him until last week. Apparently, he's been on the rise. Uh, I I know this is his first year on tour, and yes. he's already got an Elite Series win. That's pretty good. He doesn't have an A-Series win. That's very... He, he has a couple local B-tiers, and now an Elite Series win. That is wild. That is bonkers. That, that is, is crazy to think about. So, what, what I equated it to... You know, earlier in the week, is I go, that is like a uh, club pro in golf winning a major championship. Just great. It, that is a great comparison. Yeah. Absolutely. For it, sure. It, this, this, is a, this is huge for this guy. Oh, yeah. I think it, the real question is, is how is he going to follow it up this week at Des Moines Challenge? Well, apparently, he he has all the talent. From what we've heard... From our group of people that really watch it and follow it, is that he has all the talent attributes needed. I think he's got the forehand. I don't think he's quite got the full backhand, and I think his putting is really strong. Oh yeah, real young. He 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 looks younger than we are. Just because, but he probably is younger than we are. Then again, we can't start. We can't keep saying that anymore. Sure we can. Sure, sure we can. Absolutely. Uh, Calvin Heiberg finishes second. That was a weird ending to that. And we'll get into it right after I finish out the podium. Uh, Three-way tie to finish out the podium with Evan Smith, Matty O, and Alden Harris. Now, to get into the last few holes that kind of decided it in the MPO, Parker seemed to just be living in the moment, playing very well the first two rounds on coverage. You know, he basically gives up two strokes in on 11 and 12. Or no, 12 and 13, sorry. He gives up two strokes on 12 and 13, one on each. And then Calvin, going into 14, has two strokes, goes OB pretty much immediately off the tee on a par five. The easiest hole on the course, and he goes bogey. Welk goes bomb forehand, bomb forehand, and eagles that. Three-stroke swing. Gets one stroke going into the back four holes. If, if I've said it once... I've said it a million times. Stop. Boy, he ain't got that killer Stop. instinct. Stop. Smelled, smelled, bl- smelled blood and water and turned the Look. other direction. He, I, he's a dolphin among sharks. I don't I don't quite know what Calvin was doing. I, it looked like he was just trying to pipe something right up the middle and then let it hyzer out. But he, he nicked the tree that's kind of right in front of that tee pad, and it just kicked him straight OB. And that OB is a long way from that tree. That OB is about 50 yards or so from that tree. You'd have, ne- you'd have never in a million years seen Paul in that same situation. Oh, you want to know why? Because Paul would have thrown the forehand. That's why I'm confused on why Calvin just didn't throw the forehand out to the middle of the fairway. Just, hey, I just like, like it when things I say come to fruition Every once in a while, you seem to be correct, but that doesn't take away that Calvin is still the best player on the planet right now for the MPO division. Perhaps. There's no perhaps about it, so I don't know. Seems when he's under pressure, he makes mistakes. Wow, one time of recent. One time for now. Jesus H. Christ. But, yeah, I mean, when you go, when you go bogey to an eagle, give up three strokes, and basically from that point on, it was... Parker, Parker's tournament to lose. And when he made the island on 16, it, it was almost over for the most part. He's, it, he shot a 55. 
Yeah. The last day. Uh, 12 down, I believe, for, for the course. On that course? Yeah. I know it was a little different than what you guys did yeah, I won't talk at DDO, but... Here's the thing. He shot nice 12. That whole course. hole 13 where they shortened up that OB carry by about 100 feet. He went OB on that hole. He didn't He didn't clear the OB. That's it. Took a bogey on that hole. That's crazy. And that's where Calvin picked up another stroke. That's crazy because when I was watching, uh, I think, the skins match for, for DDO, they literally when I, I was watching it, two people landed in that tall-ish grass. Mm-hmm. I go, oh, that's OB. OB. They walk up to it. They, they put it out. I'm like... Guess that's not OB. No. They, like I said, they, 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 shortened, it back. They, they shortened that up by quite about 100 bit. feet. Quite a yeah. bit. Freaking nuts. Crazy. Must be fucking nice. Must be nice to be a pro. Yeah. <laughs> In the FPO. Wait a What? Uh, wasn't there another guy that was kind of unknown that was up there? Uh, I mean, Evan Smith, you know, three, was part of the three-way tie. Yeah. And I swear if you say Alden Harris, you just don't know disc golf. No, there's someone else. What about Mason Mark Banks? March Banks. Not the podium. Not, don't, not the podium. Don't care. Not really. Heard, never really heard. Yeah, it's nice to see n- different names up there. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. Um, We're going to go right into FPO. We're going to go into locals. Oh, I was going to go FPO. Then yeah, local FPO. finish. FPO. FPO. <clears throat> Woo. That one went down rough. Holland Hanley had to eagle the 18th hole to force a playoff against Haley King. Uh, very eventful for the FPO division. Uh. Holland Hanley does eagle. Haley King and Holland Hanley go to the 16th hole, the island hole. Uh, Haley King goes first, nails the island, about 15 feet from the pin, pin high to the right. Holland Hanley shank town, goes to the DZ, misses, pretty much hands it to, to Haley King. Haley King takes down the win. Holland Hanley getting second. Ella Hansen finishing out the podium on third. Not the finish... That I was expecting. Um, I wouldn't say I would, it, this course suits this whole, Haley King. Actually, this whole tournament didn't really finish uh, for FPO as for what I expected. I honestly was uh, my favorite in my mind for this one was actually Katrina Allen. No. I mean, I don't, I don't really have favorites in FPO because they, they jump back and forth so much and their consistency tends to be not as consistent as the MPO field. Not being sexist or anything, but Haley King, I believe, is one of the further throwers. Bombs. Yeah, she does bombs. In the FPO field. Yeah. So I'm not surprised that she had success. Katrina Allen, you know, I think she throws very far for her. Well, in, the only reason the I FPO. thought that is because usually if you go back and look at GBOs and DDOs, she tends to play, she tends very, to play well. very well in Kansas. Right. Mm-hmm. I would not disagree with that. I just, I just think Haley King's putting is better, especially if the wind picks up. And I think that last round it definitely did. Which is, the, but where so, where was Katrina Allen? You got pulled up fifth. Okay, so she she missed the podium by what two strokes, three strokes, five. Oh, <laughs> oh boy! So there was quite a bit of drop off after after the podium. Uh, Tatar two strokes off podium. Yeah, she did not play well at surprise, all. Surprise, wow. surprise. Okay. Where's right. Paige Pierce? Oh yeah, she didn't play. Man, it's just like DDO was trying to prove your boy right. Wow, she missed podium by two strokes. When she misses podium, she only takes fourth or fifth. Surprise, surprise. Not like when Paige Pierce misses podium and she takes 20th or 17th. Prime Pierce wouldn't be doing this. 
Want to be missing podiums? Prime Pierce missed more podiums than Tatar already has. This is wild. The, the, this is great for me. It's not great for you. This proves both absolutely the pe- both nothing. Both the people that I have been saying don't have that killer instinct, struggle under pressure. Oh, my God. Prove me right this week at BDO. I don't know what's going on in the NPO field because of Pickums, but I know in the FPO field, guess who's leading? Guess who's tied for the lead? Chris Zatar. What a fucking surprise. Granted, Grant Paige Pierce is right there. Right I think, on I, think, I think she's one stroke yeah. back. Let's see how this pressure... What, one stroke back? <sighs> Might as well call it Pierce's tournament. Wow. Right now. Like I said. Kill what, factor, what did you say? Time factor. Well, we'll it, see. The MJ Mamba mentality. That's what... I'm, We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. see. Oh, my goodness. Local finishes. Obviously, we live in Kansas. We got locals up there. Logan Harpool finishing in 87th. Sponsored by DD. Gotta love the guy. Great guy. Great guy. Struggle bus for the weekend. Still great guy. Nolan Ramser. It's a hard course, man. For these guys. I wouldn't. Is Harpool like a bomber bomber? I mean, he, he, I know he could throw. He, he throws far, but I don't. I wouldn't put him up there with you know the the pro tour yeah, bombers. Yeah, yeah. No, but he can throw far. Oh yeah. Now Nolan Ramser, I I put him up there just above for Harpool. bomber. Yeah, yeah, for just sure. above Harpool in distance, yeah. which is why I think he had more success finishing fifty seven thirty places above Harpool. You know, I think plus like we had said before, and we I I like I said we like Harpool. Nolan's two feet in. You know what I mean? He's he's full in. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get that. He plays more. Probably practices more. Yeah. You know? And and Hardpool's no slouch either. But, yeah. Right. That, I mean, that, that's the difference between, like, full-time in it and being a part-time in it. I mean, yeah, Rams are full-time, quote-unquote full-time. Yeah. I bet. I, I would say that he definitely has put in more hours of recent yeah, for sure. But Harpool is still, and it's still no slouch. Much younger. Oh, oh no, Harpool is no slouch at all. Uh, must be nice. I wish I was good. I when I get wish, that age. I wish I could <laughs> just be an inkling as good as Harpool. If I, if I could have thirty three percent of that distance, I'd be happy. Yeah, that'd be great. Must, either one of them, I'll take thirty three percent of that distance. Yeah, they they finished great. And then uh, I think they both did for for a tournament like this. They both did really well. I, I feel like they both didn't do as well. Because there was no way. That's another thing. I bet, I bet you all three of our local pros that played in this would have all finished higher with wind. Oh, yeah, for sure. They're like, I don't know how to play this course without wind. It's it's like when we go play like Oak or Cessna or hey, when we go play Park City and there's no wind. It's like, uh, this is a completely different course. Cessna with, Cessna with no wind is, is crazy. It happens once every like 100 times you play it. Uh, Park City. That's Park, it. Park, Park City. City. Park yeah. City with no wind. One, completely different course. I I I don't know about disc golf course, but for sure Cheaty with no wind has to be ridiculous. For a ball golf? Yeah. Well, it's just like we're. I, I, I'm assuming Cheaty has a disc golf course though too. I don't know. Maybe. But every time we play ball golf at Cheaty, it's <sighs> the most windiest thing of all time. Yeah, it's freaking crazy. Uh, it's, the, the last local Mike Junod. You know, gets in uh, off the play in from the weekdays. Uh, struggle bus during the week during the weekend, finishing one eleven. Listen, 
the scores will say what they want to say, but if you really go and look at his rounds, we're talking a handful of holes that were bad. Right, yeah. A, ha- a handful of holes changed his rounds. I, I know we talked about it last weekend because we recorded on Saturday after the first, way yeah. after the first round. We talked about his first round. Hole one, rough, and then hole 13, rough. Yeah. That's that's it. What, that's what really what, hurt him. Was that, was that the same case for rounds two and three? You that's, what that's what I'm about to pull up right now. So in, in round one, we got hole one was rough and hole 13, like you said. Right. And if I go back into it, round two. Round two, he had a much, a much better round. He, he finished... Right here, he had an even day for the for the so day. Clean, cleaned and up a lot of garbage. So if it wasn't for five, eight, and sixteen, so so three new holes. Yeah, but it's but it's 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 just man, it's, I don't know it's a small. I don't small know because I wasn't there to watch. But we're talking like if those bogeys don't happen, he's he's doing exponentially better. Exponentially, and then in round three he kind of fell off again. I'm not necessarily sure why. Probably just kind of checked out of it at that time. Might have like, been, ah, yeah. Just, just get me off the course. Let me go home. Hole one hurt. Him I don't again. blame him. Hole one hurt him again, and the other ones I, I don't even think really hurt him that bad. But hole one was again an eight. Yikes! That, that'll hurt you right yeah, off the back for sure. To our to our three locals, but just, just a handful. If you take just a stroke or two better, I mean, he's way higher up in the scores. Yeah. To our, our three locals, Logan Harpool, Nolan Ramser, Mike Junot. Might not have been the finishes you want, but we're we're proud of you here. And you guys just keep doing what you're doing. You'll be okay. Yeah, just the fact that they're there is just, a win. It's just saying something. Three Wichita pros there. Yeah. Solid. Ready to move on? Sure. Obviously, we can't we can't talk about disc golf and not talk about Paul Macbeth, who hasn't been on the pro tour. He's over in Europe. Uh, played the Kono. I'm gonna try my Kono Peach Day Open. Finished sixth. Yep. Yeah. Uh, like I said, uh, if he doesn't get W's over there, he already won. Yeah, he won the the Pro Forester Open. He's having fun. And then he got his shit canned. And he, I forget what the first tournament that he played in, but he uh, was his worst finish of the year, 31st. Yeah. yeah. And then he won Pro Forester. And in Kona Peach Day, he finished sixth and got worked. I mean, it was basically the Nicholas Antelisha who shot 35 down. To put that in perspective, He's se- pro- Nicholas second- probably played it more often than Paul. Nicholas Antela has spent less time in Europe this year than Paul has. Well, yeah. But he didn't before he came over to America. He's played. Paul has played Kono Peach Day Open before. Oh, okay, before. I mean, I don't know when the last time he's played, but he's played it before. Okay, okay. Nikola Antila shot thirty-five down. Second place was twenty-seven. Yeah, it turns out Nikola Antila is pretty good over there. Sure, yeah. You know the air is different over there. Mm, the altitude. Listen, this all is a vacation stuff. for Paul. These tournaments mean nothing. He's literally just chilling, having a good time, drinking Mai Tais. I don't think they drink Mai Tais over there. Well, he's having a, a smoke and a pancake. A bong and a crepe? Yeah. 
a waffle on a stogie. All, all, it is. all I'm saying is, is this is his vacation. He's he's, still, he's playing a bunch of scrubs compared to the DGPT, work. the Pro he's Tour, and he's not getting wins. This is just vacation for him. It, it, Granted, it's a top Europe 10. means nothing. Europe means nothing to Paul. It should because he's got the European Open coming up in three or four weeks. Which that's is, when he's going to turn which, on. Well, I think that's the only reason why he's there so early. So he can be like, yeah, I'm already accustomed to this. Blood in the water. He's there's the, there's the European Open and the week before that, there's a DGPT Elite Series event. I forget what it is. Because it, it goes Elite Series event and then the European Open, which is a PDGA major. And then I believe he comes back home. I guess I won't say back home. Back to the America. <laughs> okay. And I believe that's uh, D-Glow after that. Or I, let's I, go. I, let's I honestly and truthfully believe like he got it. He even got a win over there already. But on the softest course I've ever seen, but on a pro tour. But quote unquote, this is quite literally in my opinion a vacation. He is without stepping away from disc golf, stepping away from disc golf, like how we talked about last week. Yeah, we, he's over there just chilling, hanging out with Hannah, fucking chilling, maybe playing a little disc golf at these tournaments. But really, this is just him chilling. He's not playing just. He's still playing three rounds. He's still playing just Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Chilling. He's 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 still paying. Or I guess probably Discraft is still paying to get it to get him into these tournaments. Yeah. He's still competing. Uh-huh. I don't think it's a vacation. I I think he's still working, but I don't think Paul's happy still with his performance. Would you, if if you were Paul? Paul's vacation, dude. I'm telling you, this nah. means nothing to him. I, I I hope it means something because if he comes back to the states still playing like this, he's still gonna go. He's still he's gonna, not gonna, gonna go right play back like to playing this. like shit. He's just gonna slap people in the mouth once he comes back. Ah, I I hope you're right. Like I like Paul Beth as I much as the next guy. I hope I'm right. I know I'm right. Okay, there, guy. I hope you're right. I want I want to see Paul. I want to see the Paul and Ricky battles like we talked about a couple weeks ago. I want to see him. I don't know. I I just this, don't know where he's getting this into, into existence. He will be back in full stride. Calling it. Calling it after after European when he comes back over for Ledgestone. Right now. The script got leaked. I know what's gonna happen. Oh yeah, he's gonna come in hot. Was that was that sent to the the party card email or just yours? Just mine. Okay, that's uh, why I, that's why I didn't see it. I, I talked to the yeah <laughs> the yeah CFO yeah. CFO DGVD. <laughs> what what CFO stand for? I don't know. Chief Financial Officer. <laughs> what a guy! That's who's running the business over there. Speaking of acronyms, the new acronym that's going on this weekend, the DMC, the Des Moines Challenge, the next stop on the Pro Tour, very, you know, open-ish course, has a lot of distance, not a lot of tight lines, there are a couple holes that you have to hit some tight lines, some low ceilings, especially on the back nine, good amounts of elevation change, a very unique hole seven where an island plays an island, but with hazard, which I think is something that... Clappy should adopt. Just saying. Yep, I agree. Uh, but pretty much all hands on deck for the MPO field, with the exception of Paul, who's still in Europe. Eagle, who is still nursing the elbow or shoulder. Eagle. Yeah. Just shoulder. Shoulder. And then, as far as I'm aware, all hands on deck for FPO. Let's let's go. Uh, 
the Des Moines challenge. Although I think when you when you look at it, it looks relatively open and easy, but is one of the very few courses that the last two DGPT MPO winners have been under 30 par for three rounds. 28 and 27 under par. I believe it was Simon last year and then Paul McBeth the year before. 28 by Paul. Last year? No, two years ago. Two years ago. And then 27 by Simon last year. And then Simon at 27, uh, also tied with Robert Burridge, but I think Simon won in the playoff. Yeah, that sounds about right. That being said, is going to lead us into our party card pick'ems. Once again, score one for the good guys. Aaron Gossage inching out Chris Dickerson by one stroke in DDO. Cody having a huge lead. It wasn't a huge lead. Just shitting the bed. Gossage had a two-stroke lead going. I like how Gossage performed for you, but when I picked him, he absolutely shit the bed. That's that's how I felt when you picked Gannon Burr and he won. I picked Gannon Burr. He didn't win, but this he got is me points. Again, another point after scoring four straight after Nate scores one. Yes, I sir. Can't, I can't buy a point. Yes, sir. Puts me up seven to four Picking on the correctly season. Just doesn't work. Because we took a week off and did not do pickums for the Zootown Open, we're just going to pretty much wash that week. So I don't have Gossage available for this week. Cody does not have Chris Dickerson. As always, we're going to flip the coin of truth. Cody, heads or tails? I'm not going to flip it on the table. It, makes, it is heads, so you get to draw first. Did you shuffle the cards? Yes, I did. Would you like me to shuffle them again? No. Too bad. Get to shuffle them again. Okay. Pick him. I'm not going to be a dick because I saw the ace. God so I'm not going to be a dick. Damn it. Don't show me the bottom of the cards. I know. No, once once I did that, it was kind of rough. <laughs> okay. Still going to pick the ace. Pick the six. So you pick the six. Fuck, I do not have the you just top Cool. So you can't get two points on me this week unless you guy wins. That's cool. That's right. Yep. Solid for me. Why didn't you have this pulled up before? Uh, I usually do. That's my B. It it doesn't take me long to pull it up. Bam. So top Dead. ten via U disc. Calvin at one. No surprise. Ricky at two. Eagle still holding it down to three. Simon at four. Gannon at five. Paul at six, which doesn't affect today. Isaac Robinson seven. Kyle Klein at eight. Dixon nine. And Maddie O at ten. So you do not have. Paul and above, you do have Isaac Robinson if you want him. Honestly, I don't think he would be very well on this course. You don't have Chris Dickerson. Matteo would be an okay pick, in my opinion. I don't know about all that. Uh, But I do get a draw, and I always go for the third card. Damn it, third card. And I get the deuce. Of course. So I cannot pick Calvin or Ricky. Mm. Eagle's not playing. Simon is available. Gannon's available. And High Card gets to pick first. So stupid. So stupid. Stupid. So where where are you going? What are you thinking here? Where are my notes at? All right, there's my notes. I don't even know, but I'm probably looking at Kyle Klein, even though he... But honestly... I, th- I don't think I'm going to go wild card, to be honest. I'm, think, a- I'm also going wild card. I think card. I saw 
something in this dude during DDO. Oh, okay, good. You're not. That you're not maybe going with my I think could push off, and he's done very well at this tournament the last few years. At least you know top top tens. I'm gonna go Kevin Jones. Yeah, you didn't go with my guy. I'm also gonna go wild card. I have in my notes best player available, Simon Lazat. Well, yeah. I mean, I wish I could have gone Simon Lazat too. But how is that a wild card? I'm not going Simon Lazat. Okay. Where are you going to go? I'm going another player who has been very quiet this season, but has had tremendous success on this course and in this tournament. I'm going Joel Freeman. Oh, okay. Who's had good success, and I don't want to give you two points <laughs> by, by going in bum. the top five. <laughs> You're such a bum. You know that? You're such a bum. Yep, I don't want to give you score. No, I don't want to give you top five. You're a bum. That being when said. When does he play in this tournament? He played last year, Joel Freeman. He played he, last year. Oh, one time he gets up there. Uh, the year, be- the year before that, he was. I think he's placed top five the last two years in this no. tournament. Yeah. No, he's not in top five. I can tell you right now. I have pulled up today. This year, probably not. No, I'm saying two years ago he was oh. not in this. I don't know. I just, I just don't. Why, why, why Joel? Out of all things, why Joel Freeman? I don't know. Uh, last year he played this tournament very well. He's got this. I was going to be so mad if I scrolled down and saw Joel Freeman. All right, you have the scores pulled up for yes, this. Yes, I have the scores pulled up. Cool. Where, where is Kevin Jones at? That's what I was going to pull up, but I'm scrolling a little. Oh, okay. He's in thirteenth. Kevin Jones in thirteenth. Yeah. What a guy. Joel Freeman all the way down there, huh? Maybe. Maybe. Damn, still going. Oh, Unless boy. I missed him. Is he there? He should be. When I did my notes, he was listed as active. There's no way, right? Okay. So I'm scrolling through right now, and I have not seen him at the bottom. Maybe I scrolled too far. I was traveling too fast. He's not playing this bad, right? Uh, now playing in Des Moines Challenge. Where? <laughs> How am I missing this? Am I am I blind trying to put you on edge Free, or something? Freeman's on tw- uh, twenty six. He's at seven down. Oh, Ke- there. Kevin is. Jones okay, is okay, nine yeah, yeah. at nine or thirteenth at so nine down. Strokes. So two Not strokes. So I I could have taken Gannonburr. I could have yeah, taken Simon Lazar. Yeah, you could. Yeah. So I don't know why that, you did. That's that's no fun. Oh, surprising name in the top three right now. Greg Barsby. Yeah, a guy that's been pretty pretty quiet this year. But I think this is a course that's not super long that, you know, doesn't take him out of it. I'm kind of bad right now. He can get some of the shorter holes. I, I, I felt the same way as you when we talked about Isaac Robinson. And Isaac Robinson has the has a 10. Yeah, 10 he's, he's at 10. He's crazy. He's in 10th at, at 10 down. Okay. Oh, boy. You know, not bad. Not bad. Uh, Once again, we're, we're keeping it close for for the for the fans. No, I don't want to keep it close. I want blowout wins. What? There's two strokes. It's only the, two strokes. The bad guys need a W. Wrong. They need a W. We, we need to come up with a good concept, a good design for good guys versus bad guys. Team good guys, team bad guys. Yeah, and team bad guys should be winning. Who are you guys for? Are you guys team bad bad guys with Cody? Everybody's team, team Cody or team good guys? Everybody's with team, team Nate. bad guys. Team Nate. Everybody's team bad guys. Team Nate. Every, dude, everybody's with team Nate. Everybody likes a bad guy. Dude, I'm a likable guy. We're like the Joker. 
We we're like Deadpool. We are like the Joker. Yeah, or, I'm or, team. Ba- I'm on team bad guys. I'm Batman. Shut the fuck up. I'm the vigilante. Oh gosh. Okay, here you go. <laughs> where, All right. Where is she? Stop. Stop. Where is Stop. Let's move on. Let's, let's move on to the next on the next subject. Bad. Stop being Batman. <laughs> Stop being Batman. <laughs> Alfred. A is for Alfred. You think this golf is your ally? <laughs> You'll be mistaken. You'll be mistaken. Okay, we're done. We're done. B is for bad. Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. Okay, we're done. We're done with this bit. We're done with this bit that we just tried. Go discussion discussion topic of the week relating disc golfers to other sport athletes. Let's get the one out of the way that you put on the board. Uh, I don't like what you can climb out of Bill Russell. Can climb out of Bill Russell is one of the easiest comparisons. I mean, if you guys need explanations on that, you don't know sports. I'll explain it. Ships on ships on ships. Can climb out. Has like twelve worlds, seventeen worlds, some some crazy amount of worlds. Bill Russell has twelve NBA championships. Actually, I think Clem was thirteen. Twelve or thirteen. It might actually be more for Bill Russell. No, it's it's more of Clemo. So they both played in eras where they were so vastly better than everyone else that. They basically just walk themselves to a ring every year. <sighs> Climo more so. Yeah, sure. Same with Bill. 100%. I, I would say it's, in retrospect of the NBA, I would not fully disagree with your statement. But in complete comparison, Bill Russell, a little bit different. There was a little bit more comp, I believe, in the NBA at that time. So... But that the compar- was one, the comparison you and I both had. That was the one we, without talking to each other, that's the one we both had on our list. Now, going to the second one on your board, we both went the same direction with Eagle McMahon, but with different athletes. You went with? Sam Bradford. Why? Sam Bradford had all this talent, amazing quarterback, but injuries plagued him to the point where he... His career didn't last. And you see, we went the same direction. And I thought I was going to get a rise out of you with my comparison. I was really hoping I would. Hey, your guy, you say, say who you see had. Blew up from, what was it? What was it? Blew up from, blew up from the jump, Derrick Rose knee. Yeah. Oh, Derrick Rose. One of the best players when he was healthy. But the boy was made of glass. Back to back. <laughs> back to back knees blown out. Yeah. 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 Now, Derrick Rose is on the rise right now, though, in the NBA. And until he has another one. Yeah. Like I said, when when he first came in the league, there was a whole comparison. When he was drafted by the Bulls, he he's the heir to Jordan for the Bulls. And I believed the hype because oh, yeah. he was that good. And then injury and injury. If it wasn't for injury, he's he just, he just He just can never stay healthy. But when he was healthy, at that time, best player in the league okay. when he first came in, in my opinion. For sure. I agree. It's the same with Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford could have easily been one of the NFL's best quarterbacks, especially for what he did when he was in Oklahoma as a college quarterback. Dude was beast. And then he knee injury, knee injury, injury, injury. Just constantly hurt to the point where he retired because he was hurt too much. Yeah. 
But not, yeah, that's a good comparison. So we were on the same page there. You want me to go next? Where, where? So I have. Where do you want to go? I have Paul. Okay. I have Paul McBeth. I got Paul. I, I, I compared him to, of course, the goat, Michael Jordan, and the other goat, Wayne Gretzky, two of the greatest in their sports athletes to ever live, complete dominance in their primes. Jordan. Best NBA, Wayne Gretzky, greatest NHL player of all time. So I also, also backed by championships by both of them. I also had Paul McBeth in my notes. I also picked this other player because oh of championships. <laughs> I also picked this player because he's a GOAT. The biracial angel that is Derek Jeter. The captain, Derek Jeter, number two, Derek Jeter. The only reason you're saying this is because you like the Yankees. And it's Derek Jeter. And it's Paul McBeth. Derek Jeter's a GOAT. Their consistency on the field, on the playing field, on the course, whatever you want to say, they both have ships. They are both, or I guess Derek Jeter was, at that point in time, the face of the MLB. He could not go anywhere without being the face of the MLB the same way Paul McBeth I'm sorry, is still the face of pro disc golf. Sure, I guess. There, there's no I guess about it. There, 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 it is what it is. I'm not. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna play into this narrative of Yankees BS. Don't don't worry. I I got a Red Sox player on here too. I mean, you're gonna be, you're gonna be no uh, no. It's here. great. It's, I BS. I think you're gonna enjoy the comparison. I okay. Next up on my list, I have Ricky Wysocki. I did not put Ricky on my list. Getting, I think this is interesting because most people would consider Ricky never as good as the other guy, Paul, but still the next best option. Also a two-time champion. What a guy. And that's Peyton Manning. Goat! That's why he's the goat. Some could argue... Ricky, who knows? So no, Peyton's good. So obviously, Ricky's always second to Paul. Peyton was always second to Tom. That's just how that's how people. That's just how people see it. That's, that's why how people see it. Stupid. That's how people see it. So wrong. Peyton Manning, two-time champion. Ricky, right now, two-time champion. That's a good comparison. That that that's has it. all the attributes. Attributes. I mean, Peyton Manning, fantastic. And like I said, the general. I, like I told you, I was saying I could argue Ricky Wysocki being top five best player ever. Then I said maybe even top three last week. Yeah, you did say that. I could, I could make that exact same argument for Peyton Manning. Shoot, Peyton, I can almost make it one. No, there is no argument. Peyton Manning is one. Okay. Go. So because you went off list, I'm going to go off list of yours. Calvin Heimberg. Kind of where you went with championships. I related him to Dan Marino, a guy that got a lot of wins, puts himself in situations to win, gives his team a lot of chances to win, but never got a ship. Yep. I can Cal- see that Calvin Heimberg, no USDGC wins, no Worlds wins. I can see that happening. 
Man, that looks really good. It's warm. Ew. <laughs> no. My cocktail my cocktail's pretty cool, man. Nice. So that that's where I went with Calvin Heinberg. Dan Marino. Very good you know, quarterback. Very good. Obviously, Calvin Heinberg's very good, very consistent it, disc golf player, but just no W's, no shit. Exactly relates to what I was saying earlier that Calvin has no bite to his bark. Look, when he gets a ship, he might get a Rob status. You could I want like, I wanted to go Ryan Kelly. Like Warren Moon. No, I wanted to go Ryan Kelly. With who, the, who the, was the guy that took the the Bills. Oilers? No, no. You, you want to three straight championships and lost all of them. Who cares? Ryan Kelly went to five straight with the Bills and lost all of them. Okay. I think it was Ryan Kelly. I don't think. I know his last name is Kelly. I don't remember his first name. I think it's Ryan Kelly. Was the quarterback for the Bills that went to five straight Super Bowls, lost all five. I didn't even know the Bills went to five Super Bowls. That is why I know more about football no, than it's you. Not. When when did the Bills go to the Super Bowl? I don't remember the year, but I know two of them were against the Cowboys. Eighties. Like no, yeah, I'm, probably the eighties. Say two of them were against Cowboys. Yeah, probably, yeah <laughs> right. Eighties. <laughs> Where else we Oh, let's go to AB because we both got AB on our. I list. got AB. Anthony Borelli. Borelli. It's Borella. <laughs> whatever. Not Borella. I call him AB. Yeah. Everyone calls him AB. What so a guy. All the talent, attributes, killer instinct, all these things, right? All great. Can never seem to win the big one. Can never seem to win most of In fact, some would say the dude likes to choke at the end of at the end of the day. Reminds me a lot of somebody real recently that, you know, drove his team through thick and thin and then right at the last minute decided, ah, I just don't got it. I, I don't play no more. checks out, gets scared, can't finish the job. Jimmy Butler. All the hype in the world. Hemi Buckets. Couldn't finish the job. Mentally got out of it. AB does that. Every single tournament he's in. Two great rounds. He's in the top five. He might be leading. And then for some reason that last round, he blows up. Don't don't make no sense. Jimmy yeah. did the exact same thing this year. Real 100%. recent. Boom. That's a good one. That's a, that's a way better comparison than what I got for A.B. Because I, I lumped A.B. Andrew Gibson to this one comparison. And as you went kind of off you know, sports with uh, Wayne Gretzky. I've I went off. You know, general sports with Kyle Berkshire, three-time world long drive champion. Oh my! For God. ball golf, <laughs> Duke can hit the ball a country mile just the same way AB and Drew Gibson Gibson can throw the disc a country mile, but they can't get it done in the rest of the facets, the rest of the positions on the course. Their consistency on the putting green, their consistency in the say, upshots, yeah. just lack. Therefore, they don't put themselves in positions to have as many opportunities to win events. The same way Kyle Berkshire is not on the PGA Tour because he's a world long drive champion. Yeah, I can see that. Sure. But your your comparison was a lot better. I, I like my comparison yeah, more. Your, your comparison was a lot better. I'll give you that one. That was a dub. Okay. Should I go with the funny one first, or should I go with one that is going to get a bunch of jeers by people? 
I definitely want to end on your last one. Okay. So what? So whatever one. Do, what, do you have one off script? Uh, yeah, you do. Okay, I've got so a couple I'll, I'll go with mine first. Oh no, you go with yours first. It's a little less controversial, I bet. Okay, so yeah. Uh, so once again, I I have another lump sum, but this is this is no surprise that these three are in a lump sum. Big Barry, or Big Sexy Barry commentary. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Big Germ, Nate Sexton, Paul Uliberry. Who else could you relate these guys to other than the People's Champ, Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Can you? Can I add one to yours? Because uh, you sure. have a lump sum of people. Yeah. And let's make it a lump sum on the on the athlete celebrity side too. Okay. And we'll add Kevin Hart into that. Oh, so. <laughs> So Dwayne Rock Johnson and Kevin Hart. All right. So if we had to add a third, because I got three guys for a big sexy Barry, what third would we add to the I have Rock? Absolutely no idea. Mm. Uh, oh, oh, oh! I got one from Jumanji. We'll add in. Uh, um, uh, I don't. I uh, don't Kevin, know. Kevin, no. No, Kevin Hart. You said Kevin. I, Hart. I said Kevin Hart. I, I know who you're talking about, but I do not know. Why pop can't culture. I remember his name? All I know is that he's a black comedian. That's all I know. No. That's not who you're at to talk from, about? from Jumanji. Yeah, the new one. Yeah. Yeah. He's all, uh, he's on Tenacious D. Why can't uh, I? Oh, you're thinking of Jack Black. Yes, Jack oh, Black. Yeah, that's a good one. Dwayne Rock Johnson, <laughs> Kevin Hart, and Jack, Jack Black. Black. And no, this is supposed to be an athlete-to-athlete comparison, but that makes sense to me. They're hilarious. They're, yeah. I mean, do, the original runoff was Dwayne the Rock Johnson, who's an athlete. Change my mind. I guess because I he played, okay. he played for the U, okay? Yeah, but I mean, he's the WWE star. Yeah, athlete. So I guess you could say that Dwayne was great in a sport that wasn't real. Yeah, he's still an athlete. And these guys are great. I guess you could say Dwayne was really good at pretending, and you know sometimes. These guys pretend really that they're still really good. Yeah, <laughs> they they pretend that they're still really good and relevant. But yeah, to, people's to champs this. for sure. No one, no one would say anything bad about any of those guys. I mean, that's why they're sure, the people's champ for sure. German Saxon. No, no love for you, Leah. I didn't say that, but you definitely did not say that. I just, I just said a German Saxon, big sexy commentary. OG, nice. OG commentary. Nice. All right. To, to the board. Okay, the controversial one that I have. It's not no, not the controversial one. Yeah, you want to you want to end with. I want to end with that bottom one. Yeah, so the controversial one I have. Okay. James, James Conrad. Okay. And he is just like a guy that that played for a team, and they got that that team was pushed all the way to the Super Bowl, and this. This guy lucked into a great team and lucked into a win. I was wondering where and, you were going. <laughs> let's say had a little Philly special. Nick Foles is James Conrad because Nick Foles got put on a great team and just so happened to be in the Super Bowl and lucked into a ring. Just like James Conrad lucked into wow. the world's best shot. Locked into winning <laughs> against the GOAT, Paul McBeth, just like Nick Foles beating Tom Brady. That's a good one. It's so, so stupid that James Conrad threw the luckiest shot I've ever seen in my entire life. And people regard it as the greatest shot the I've ever made. Shot. 
And that's exactly what the Nick Foles did. Took a, the world. took a fantastic team that he just had to play basic as fuck and got the Philly special, blah, blah, blah. Nick Foles and James Conrad are the same guy. That's that's a good one. Controversial, yes. Good good comparison. Absolutely. I do have one more. I told you I had a Red Sox player on here. And this is also related to a disc golfer that you're truly fond of, Eric Oakley. Compared to what Red Sox player I can you read that? Yeah. Kevin Yokelis. Yes. Do you like know it. where I'm going with this? I like this. I agree and I like it. Two guys, if if you're not aware of Kevin Yokelis and, and his batting stance late in his career, because he didn't always have that batting stance. Wild. I didn't know that. Yeah, wild. Two guys, and if you're not familiar with Eric Oakley and his wide rail crow hop kind of form, they both get the job done in very unconventional ways, but they get the job done. So Oakley has kind of like a crow hop. With the wide rail throw. The, yeah. yeah. It, it works for him. He still exactly. throws bombs. And Uke used to... Uh, Whatever he was doing with his hands and the bat yeah, above Uke, his head. Yeah, used to have his elbow swinging and barely holding the bat. And yeah. It was... I, and both players I like. Like I said, very Just, very unconventional, both of them. That's exactly why they're cool. Unconventional and still successful. Huh. What was that word that you said earlier? We were talking about a certain somebody and... You know, just being different just because. What, no. was, that, what was that word? C- uh, contrarian. That's yeah, not the same thing. That's not the same thing. That's the same thing. The same thing. That is not it's, the same thing. Because I, I don't. I don't. In retrospect, no, you're saying that they're no, cool, they because, cool because only because they're different. I didn't say and that. And because they're unconventional. They're also cool dudes. You ever talked to either of them? No. I, oh, Oakley, yeah. Yeah, we've talked to Oakley. Yoklis, cool dude. No. I, I also haven't talked to Yoklis. But if I could, I bet. I bet he could slam a few back. Yeah, that dude's yeah, ginger beard, hell yeah, yeah, bald I, ginger beard, definitely can slam a few back. I didn't like him with the Yankees because he had to shave and it just wasn't the same. Yeah, yeah. shave, yeah, wasn't the same. Still a good ball player, but Oakley, great dude. Have oh, you yeah. ever met him? Him and his wife, great people. I do want to go one more because I said I had an FPO, and then we're going to end with okay. with your bottom one because I really want to end with your bottom one because we can't leave out the FPO. I we, can. You can, but I will get always give love to FPO, and it's no surprise that I'm gonna compare Kristen Tatar to another female athlete that was so dominant in her sport. Serena Williams. There you go. There was so no stupid. I'm just saying. What, what has Tatar won? Worlds, a whole bunch of events. When once she wins as many as Serena, then we can talk. That's true, but I'm just saying. No female has dominated their sport the way that Serena Williams has, the way that Tatar has the last couple of seasons, people, I guess last year and then thus far this year. People may may tout her as Serena now, but she's probably going to end up more like Vanessa. <laughs> still, Venus. Venus. Not Vanessa. Yeah, Venus saying, Williams. Okay. Like, who, who's Vanessa? Venus Williams. The not so good William sister. You know, good enough. But <laughs> I'm done. I, I got one grand slam. Good enough. But no, that that's my love you know to FPO. In two to three years, wins more championships. I'll agree with you. So, so if you if you had to right now, comparison to Tarda on the rise to that's another female. 
And that's Amanda, all the time we no, have. No, no. I can't say Amanda Nunes. Too many championships. And she's, she's done. She's retired. Too many championships. Um, that is that is a difficult question because most of the greats in the I got it. Who is that girl that play, played for Iowa this year? Clark, right? Uh, oh, okay, the, yeah, yeah. In, in the, the NCAA, in tournament, the NCAA yeah. tournament, that's who Kristen Zatar is because on the rise. But we we know that girl's going to be a a shooter in the WNBA. A beast. So what you're saying is, no. the, is the Tars going to continue to be just, for sure. just a female stud in the FBO division? I, I it's do, Caitlin Clark. That is that is it. Yeah, that's that right now. That you know what they have that's, a similar career. That's, that's everybody. A, that's a good everybody comparison. touts them as the best. Currently, sure. Uh, I don't. I don't think Caitlin has a championship, but nope. Okay, is touted as the best. And uh, I don't know. That's just, that seems like I, I can't. Think no, of, I, mean, that, I can't think of another a, athlete that's like that. That's on the rise. Uh, still hasn't won a ton of championships yet. Hasn't won any because Caitlin hasn't won any. Yeah. So, but I can't think of any other female that's won one and still on the rise. Exactly. Got to go with the most dominant female player in her sport, Serena Williams. Some could argue Lisa Leslie. Is the most dominant. What once Tatar reaches a thousand rated, I will retract my Serena Williams comparison and relate her and compare her to Lisa Leslie, hundred percent. Or now, now, hear me out. In two to three years, I swear to God, if you say something stupid, in two to three years, if she kind of falls off, we're gonna start calling her Rhonda. Nah, stop. Get out. <laughs> that, that's just, that's just every female competitor in the UFC. Couple years, couple shots. Not Amanda Nunes. You lose. Yeah, she retired she, as a double champion. Yeah, she had to because she knew she was losing a step. She oh, almost Jesus. lost her last Here fight. We go. Anyway, we're gonna end it was a, a fun one. A one a, a, this is a like, good one. This sense. is a good one. I, the, I like it. Out of all the comparisons we've made, this one makes the most sense. Because I, I hate one of these guys. I'd I love the, the other, other one. one. <laughs> Nico Lacastro, the the hot head, the douche canoe. Hate this guy. Hate that guy. But Can't likes the him. likes the limelight, likes the attention. Just like another guy that likes to likes to run his mouth, likes to be the the main show. He is the show. Yeah, has had success. Well, was the has show. had success, big successes, huge, but has fell down into a pit of despair now. Poor guy. The notorious Conor McGregor, the shit talker, gets hot headed. Throws things into buses that he shouldn't. That's a good one. Literally, Nicola Castro is is the epitome of Conor McGregor energy. Nicola Castro should make a whiskey because I bet he'd be good at it just like Conor. <laughs> I see Nico as more of a uh, of a tequila guy. Super hot heads, uh, gets in your face, talks shit. That's that's exactly we we don't I mean. always do wins and losses on this show except for when we do, but if if I had to pick who won this comparison battle, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to give it to you. Yes, it was uh, your comparisons were a one, very very solid. I would like to thank my sponsors, <laughs> which is abs absolutely no one. 
As always, we thank you guys for joining us to our Founders Club that bought the shirts so far this week and who are going to buy them in the future this weekend. You know, we can't do it without you guys. We, we appreciate every click, every download, every like. Shout out to our listeners up in Missouri and Oklahoma. You've been growing like crazy. Keep it going, boys. We can't do it without you. And if you haven't seen the promo video that I posted on Facebook, grab a beverage, get on the bus, because the party's just getting started. Get on our social medias. We're out there everywhere. Party Card Sports, Party Card Army. Let's go. 